0: FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Would you ever have the balls to try stand-up comedy? Would you be worried that it would uh, all fall apart and you'd have a horrible gig? Well, now it's time for My Worst Gig, where you hear from the best comedians about the worst gigs that they've ever done. You might have seen this guy's two Netflix stand-up specials. They are called Dark and Jigsaw. You might have seen him numerous times. He was on Conan. He's also gigging tomorrow night in Vicker Street. You might be heading along to that as well. If not, he's here to talk to us about some of the worst gigs he has ever done. It's uh, Glasgow's Daniel Sloss. And uh, Daniel, you're apparently currently sitting or lying on your couch reading Batman comics is that right?
1: Yeah that's, yeah, that's the life I'm currently living.
0: <laughs> Cheers for speaking to us tonight and uh, I hope you don't mind I said this feature is all about re-traumatising comedians about the shittest gigs that they've ever had to endure do you have any uh, do you have any interesting ones that are from your years of doing stand-up have uh, stood out the most as being some of the just Shadiest ones you've ever had to do ha-
1: Oh one of the worst ones I ever did was uh, this is, I think I'm, I must have done about 7 or 8 gigs at this point I was probably when I was 17 And uh, there was uh, Like a TV recording Of like a quiz show For like BBC Scotland And it was like mid afternoon So it's basically it's just like a quiz show And they normally have like a uh, Comedian to do the, with like the warm up yeah. During the breaks You know intervals and whatnot. And uh, the normal guy that they did a friend of mine called Joe uh, couldn't do it anymore. He's like, oh, you know, you're new. You could do it with the money and, you know, it's a good opportunity. you got to learn how to do this. I'll put your name forward. Put me in. Yeah, I remember being at home I think it was like a Wednesday or something and they phoned up and they're like, oh, can you come in? And I was like, it's in like an hour. I've got to drive through the class. go cool. in my underwear. Like, I'm not interested. And then they were like, it's 200 quid, and that was the most money I'd ever heard of in my life. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's like obviously I'll just do the gig for 200 pounds. That's a house deposit. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the best at math, but I think 200 pounds <laughs> is a million pounds. So went through and just sort of one of the guys who was just called was just like yeah yes which is so yesterday there was a bit of technical difficulties and the audience was getting a little bit rowdy so we just need someone to sort of calm them 't keep them entertained I walked in and the average age of this audience was dead <laughs> uh, and I was 17 years old and I had oh, about no five minutes of material, maybe ten at a push, and it was all about exactly what a 17-year-old does in the privacy of his own room. (laughs) So I did about five minutes of stuff about that, and then it was not going well. And, uh, yeah, and it just proceeded to get worse and worse, and they wouldn't let me, I don't know what to do, so I ran out of material, and they wouldn't let me swear. And they wouldn't let me insult any of the audience members. And they wouldn't let me insult any of the contestants. And they kept, like, I'd start stories. And then they'd stop me and be like, we're ready to record, which is fine. Like, I now understand how <laughs> that's how it works. By the time I was like, I'm mid-joke. And they were like, we care. Like, this isn't a stat. You're meant to be entertaining the audi- audience. So I would be stopped mid-joke. They would film for like 20 minutes. And by the time I came back into trying my story, everyone in this audience has dementia. Not only have they forgotten the story, they've forgotten who I am. So I'm just bombing and bombing, and it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse, and to the point where I'm, I'm doing so badly that a woman in the front row who's in a wheelchair leans over and picks up her walking stick, and instead of using it to help her walk, which is its purpose, she uses it to just trying to hit me off the <laughs> stage. It's just like that. I'm, I was worse than nothing. Like, she just wanted me...
0: Like totally scraping outside. dog shit off the floor. She was just like, "Okay, yeah, this is enough of this now."
1: No, oh, she was she, she was having i like I was man. I was having the worst gig of my life, and so I just didn't know what to do. And My mum was in. I was like, "I don't know what to do." She was like, "Just talk to them. Just see if you can like try and be sort of, you know, just talk to them, yeah. interview them." So I sat down and said, "An old lady." I said, like, "What's your name?" She was like, "Margaret," and I was like, "Of course it is." I was like, "What would you do for a living?" She was like, "I'm retired." And I was like, "Yeah, makes sense." What did you used to do? She was like, "A nurse. And then her friend, and this woman must be about 70, 75 and I'm a seventeen-year-old. I'm a seven. 70- 17 year old kid at this point so take that, to I'm, aware that bombed, I'm aware that I bombed a 75 year old woman leaned forward into a 17 year old starting stand up comedy said did you ever consider a career change <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people might think that's a victory but I know for a fact that gig was 11 or 12 years ago and she's fucking dead now <laughs> she and, can't uh, even and, Man, they're all dead And that makes me smile every day no matter, how ba- no matter how bad that gig was Every single one of those people Is dead right now And that, if that's not victory for me I don't know what is just They're stand. all dead Oh, joy All 100 of them Fucking dead Brilliant What a result for the world
0: <laughs> Happy days. You should set yourself like uh, your alarm clock reminder should be that. You know, maybe a picture of that and just reminding yourself. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Oh, all dead yeah. Now. Or um, yeah. we were speaking to a, a psychic last night. Maybe we could. You could get a psychic or a medium just to try and find those old people or that lady Margaret from you know the other side and just give her dogs abuse to a medium and go, "Ha, told you, you're dead."
1: I just probably get it in her face. Yeah, it was like um, things. I've got no problem with like death and stuff like it's part of the job, but just. Like, I never want to be that level of pensioner where you just forget. Empathy and, and like, like it's just I've been alive for a long period of time. Everyone has to respect me. Just because you've not done anything interesting enough to kill you yet, doesn't mean you aren't my respect. You seem to be confusing. You seem to be confusing your generation with yeah. your older generation. Your older generation is the one that went to World War Two. Every single one of those ones deserve respect. You did. You're a boomer. You did nothing. You came into. You came into the the economy of the house prices were fine <laughs> there were jobs everywhere because everyone was dead from World War Two. Yeah, you don't deserve my respect you haven't earned it in what world am I respect you what war did you survive well the Falklands difficult was it <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. oh god so true yeah that's our our over 75 listener base gone anyway but you know that's fine oh we're, fuck them fuck them yeah. we've gone in 10 years anyway there you go the advertisers don't like them anyway there's only so many words. There's Originals ads we can run before it starts getting a bit uh, boring and shit but come here how long w- was that gig then how long li- how many times did you kind of wind up going back out and coming off and going back out
1: Oh, I went back on so, uh, probably five or six times. It got to the point where, um, like, it, when, when, when that woman leaned forward, when did you ever consider that a career change? I just put down the microphone and I went up to the guys running I went, look, they hate me. I hate them. I'm actively making this show worse. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing what, can I just, can I just go? And I'd done like two and a half hours out of the three hours. Oh, gosh. And then, yeah, then I sort of left. I had a, you know, cry in the car and I went home with my mom. She was like, don't worry about it. And then, uh, the BBC, being the BBC, refused
0: to pay me. Oh no! Yep. Are you serious? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolute arseholes.
1: Uh, Why? Well, I will say the stipulation that I should... since then, <laughs> the BBC, I think four years after that happened, the BBC did apologise and then pay me the two hundred quid. Oh, but did that they? was only when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was only when they wanted work out of me.
0: <laughs> they were like, actually, this guy, this guy's not too bad. Yeah, yeah maybe we.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 So that's why, I mean,
0: that's why I've always had problems <sighs> with with That's a nice tough one to get under your belt when you're nice and young, I suppose, because... Uh, uh, no, a lot of people made an... Enemy. The thing about me,
1: Luke, is I'm a stubborn piece of shit. A <laughs> lot of people made an enemy for life that day. No, I've outlived a hundred of them and I, uh, I've, I've still got my list, but I'm like Arya Stark, start.
0: Just hammering on through and ma- making sure you're going to get every single one of them before, before, before right. your life's out anyway. Have you had, it, had any other ones that were anyway near as bad as that one? Because that's pretty... That's pretty Shit. I had
1: a pretty awful one in Dublin years oh. and years and years ago, and I, and I, one that was just um, yeah was which and it's enti- this one is entirely entirely my fault. Uh, the Laughter Lounge, which is one of my favourite clubs in the world, is in Dublin. It's yep. a brilliant comedy club. Uh, it was one of the first uh, places to let me headline when I was, like, 19. They're great. Like, I love, I do not have a single word to say about the Laughter Lounge, other than <laughs> one of my worst gigs happened at the Laughter Lounge. And it was, uh, part of when my maybe my first tour or something, about 21, 22. I felt like a bit of TV work. But it's just, it's not selling in Dublin. Right. It's just not selling. No, it's, it's doing fine in the UK It's just not selling in Dublin I don't know this Nobody wants to tell me this Because you, know, you know They don't know all get in my head and Whatever So I turn up to the last lunch it's a Beautiful room Big, big, big yeah. room And there's about 90 people in there And it's on a Wednesday And I'm like Alright, this is alright But like There's one party of like I think it's like 40 people In the front row And it's like 37 hairdressers <laughs> Or they all came from like A hairdressing department In, 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 in like uni Or college or whatever yeah. And then like Three blokes Who were also part of the course and they two support acts and they they just talked all the way through the opening acts yeah. like they uh, like just talking not watching the comedy. Not listening. like they, uh, my friend Kai engaged with them, got involved with them. Like they would laugh, and the second you stopped talking to them, they would talk amongst themselves. Yeah, and it was just so disrespectful. Like it's just uh, I've never understood people that just go to comedy, especially, and especially when the they front. pay
0: in. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like, oh, well, they're committed now, and then they're like, Nah, actually, we're just here for a chat.
1: Yeah, so they're just sitting there, ignoring it, being rude. Uh, the rest of the audience are getting wound up, you know. And then eventually, at the end, when one of the guys says, "He's like, Hey, look, you know, Daniel's coming up." on, it says her, he'll be on after the break, so please be quiet during that time, and then we have an interval. And then I come on, and they are talking straight away, just straight away, and I'm so wound up as well, because they've, I've, I've just seen them be so rude to my friends, I've been thinking about it for like 25 minutes, a no. But So I'm sorry, so one of the girls, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean, what am I doing? Like, you're if you talk during my jokes, I have to make the jokes about you. Like, it's you're not allowing me to do material. She's like, you're just being mean. And I started talking to one of the guys I'm like, I can't I can't verbally abuse you. Like I'm just because I know I'll make you cry. So I need to so I was like to one of the guys, I'm like, What do you do? He's like I'm not doing anything. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like I have to insult I can't come after the girls because I'm just, I'm just not comfortable doing it, to be honest with you. So I started insulting him, you know, and not clever insults. So I was twenty one, I was angry. It was a lot of abuse. There was nothing intelligible in it. And then just one of the girls <laughs> One of the girls goes, who do you think you are? And I snapped, right? (laughs) I asked, and I was like, who do I think I am? Who do I think I am? I think I'm the guy whose name's on the fucking poster. I think I'm the reason... Everyone in this room is fucking here. Like, that's who I, I think I'm that. So, like, this is my tour show. Why have come to Now, here's something that the staff of the Laughter Lounge had not told me before. Which uh, turns out my ticket sales were so bad that they just put it out on Groupon. And, like, so, they, so like, 70 to 75% of this audience have no idea who I am. They have no clue. They they got a text to their phone, hey it's Wednesday. She got nothing to do. Here's a lot of cheap tickets nobody wants to see this guy. And then this so she's like, Fuck it, yeah, let's three pound tickets, who cares? We'll go see the comedy show at the comedy club, right? Yeah. Where we don't know who's on because why would we? Two comedians we've never heard on, they're talking about this headline or whatever. I go, who do you think you are? And then I this. Lecture as if the rest of the audience is going to be like, Yeah, we all paid to see him. Like, four people had paid to see me. The rest were just attending the laughter lounge. Oh, so there's me on this horrific high horse. Oh, God. It's, oh, man. Man, it was. And, and, and uh, uh, for the record, every, no one at the laughter lounge has let me live that down. And absolutely <laughs> correct. Like, absolutely correct. I came back, I can't remember the name of the sound guy but he came back and he was just like man we were all dying in the (laughs) back I can laugh about it now but at the time it was utterly utterly excruciating like I had to it went so badly that I had to bring my support back back on oh no oh yeah yeah Yeah, it oh, was. Um, that's, oh, that's special. It was um, and it was. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. Like that was an absolute. Not it's all my fault. Like they should have been talking, and uh, but there were more professional ways to handle it that I now <laughs> know. <laughs> yes, slightly, uh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, look,
0: look. look it's. I tell,
1: tell you one thing. I've, I've never in my life been arrogant on stage like that again. <laughs> I've never. Since, the, since even then, like look, I've got a lot. Thankfully, since then, I've got a little bit of you know success. Like uh, I've got two Netflix specials.
0: Is the laughter lounge one one of the specials? Because that would have been no, magic. No,
1: no, 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 no. I'm still, I'm still too scared to show my face there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like I played the I played the Palladium for two nights three weeks ago and I still have a little bit of paranoia in my head going like, Don't some of these people might not have picked to see
0: you like yeah you're looking at the crowd going how many of these are Groupons um, yeah, just, how, many? how many man you can never tell do you start off with that maybe at the next gig kind of going just show hands who here got this on a Groupon or a dodgy website and then we'll take it from there yeah
1: yeah oh man it's it's, it's genuinely traumatised me for life it was like <laughs> just I. Uh, don't think, you know I think who I am no yeah oh yeah it's exa- don't you know who I am absolutely none of us do not only does that, and also by the way just so you're aware neither does anyone in Ireland because you yourself
0: sold <laughs> about 20 tickets oh god uh, that is absolutely brilliant but listen no, we're not going to obviously end this on that and kind of going haha just remember that shitty shitty gig over in Dublin because you're obviously playing Vicar Street tomorrow night in what I think is your 10th solo show 10th solo show and
1: uh, it's uh, uh, an I, I played in Ireland last year with the show, and it sold out. So it's nice to be bringing it back. And I'll also be—I uh, think—and I think we'll be having another day in Dublin. Uh, October, back, I, I think one, as well, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's yeah. So it's for me It's really nice to for years and years and years. with you know, I don't know why Ireland ignored me. Uh, and then the one time I went over, I absolutely aren't being ignored
0: <laughs> yeah. oh my god that's brilliant but before maybe we have a little bit of chat about that show can i ask you quickly about what is the story with you on i suppose a crusade to break up relationships
1: i'm on i'm on, I'm on no such thing it's, it's <laughs> absolutely no, no 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 i just i just happen to be keeping a tally of how many relationships i've
0: cured because I it's see awesome it's, it, it, it's over um, I saw on your Instagram or Twitter recently. It's over 100 divorces now and several thousand relationship breakups. So what's... what's 35,000 breakups, yeah. 35,000 breakups. So for someone who's listening to this right now and kind of hasn't really got a clue where how that came from, what uh, how is it tied into the show? The, is it based off your second show, is it? Yeah,
1: yeah. So I've got, I got two shows on Netflix. The first one's called Die. The second one's called Jigsaw. Dog's more of an introduction to me and my sense of humour. And then Jigsaw... It's just—it's my opinions on, um, you know, relationships and stuff. I have—I—I I believe in true love. I, uh, you know, I want to be married and have kids one day. But I also think that we live in a society now that romanticizes relationships so much that people will just settle for any relationship because being—they value being in a relationship over being single. So regardless of how bad the relationship is, to them they think it's better than being alone and as someone who for years and years and years was happily single I, I, ju- I just absolutely disagree with it I think being single is great so I just talk about it so I talk about my opinions on you know love and relationships and you know my friends are in good relationships and then my friends who are in relationships where I know the only reason they're in that relationship is learn how to love themselves and it turns out my little silly rant uh, has resonated with you know roughly you know 35,000 people
0: yeah because I've seen that so uh, obviously you've mentioned that people have seen the light and decided that you You know what, paying the rent with this person is a positive, but there's a lot of other negatives, so maybe we should uh, call this a day and you broke the 100 divorces recently as well so if you're listening right now and you haven't yet seen the specials they're up on Netflix available here now there is the gig tomorrow night is there tickets left for the Vicar Street gig tomorrow night do you know? i think it's this
1: is just the last few few left and then there's the one in October as well
0: yeah so the last few tickets as well if you want to go see it do go see it. it'll it be a phenomenal gig and so Daniel Sloss is one of the stars of comedy at the moment touring all over the world ticketmaster.ie what is your uh, social media handles that people can stalk you on as well?
1: just uh, Daniel Sloss and all of them just SLS.
0: Brilliant. Listen, Daniel, thanks a million for coming on this evening and sharing that magical story about the, the lounge and the, and the quiz show. And uh, whenever you're back in Dublin, do give us a shout. Thanks very much. I appreciate that.